Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Welcome. If you're here, you are amazing. Uh, I've got amazing guests today, but welcome to the XNC Podcast. If you're here, you're not playing Halo Infinite, but if you are here, maybe you're listening to us in the background. That's totally awesome. What a day. It's a celebration of Xbox's 20th anniversary, and I've got two of the biggest Xbox guys in the community. I've got John Clark from Xbox Era. John, how are you tonight in the UK? Uh, I'm very good, although I have to be somewhat low energy because everybody's asleep. Um, and I've just been playing four hours of Halo Infinite, so I'm I'm all smiles over here. A bit Give us a woo and wake everybody up real quick. No, no, no. You haven't met my wife. She she mad. She mad. <laughs> all right, welcome to the show. King David of Iron Lords Podcast, a good friend of mine, a true friend that I've met in real life, and welcome back to the show yet again. How are you? Um, today I have a wild range of emotions. This is an incredible day for Xbox fans. Uh, for people in the ecosystem, it was a welcome shock, you know, cause we just got a shock with, uh, Forza. So I'm doing fantastic. And yeah, I can be a little bit loud because I'm downstairs in the basement while everybody's all over the top. Wise. Very wise. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a really good day. Um, for those of you in North America, you got up. In the first part of the morning, and watched this Xbox event. It was 10 o'clock for me, so I guess it was close to noon. But, uh, yeah, what a great show. We're going to get into the the Xbox 20 event, but I want to kind of give you, the audience here an idea of what we're going to talk about. There's some stuff that's happened on Twitter, some good stuff and some bad stuff. Were, Xbox had an amazing holiday. But before we get into the event, uh, I want to ask my guests. I'm going to go first really quick, but we're going to talk about how we got into the Xbox ecosystem from the get-go. And my story is kind of strange. I'll try and keep it short, but I got into the Xbox ecosystem unofficially in around 2004. I got Halo Combat Evolved on PC, ran on integrated graphics. I don't even know what it was running like back then, but 
I played Halo because I knew people talked about Halo for a while, but uh, yeah, I played that on PC, and then I didn't play anything on Xbox until 2007, right before Christmas. I bought an Xbox original when everyone had the 360, and it came with Halo 2 and a bunch of other games, so I got into Halo, and then it was maybe six months later, I said, forget this Xbox original, I'm going to shell out for a 360, and it was awesome. Over after that, like I was a game junkie again because when I was 17 or 16, I was on the Super NES. So that'll give you my age. And my uh, <laughs> my younger brother walked in after school and goes, what are you doing? And I was sitting there after school playing Street Fighter 2. He goes, you're such a nerd. He goes, yeah. everyone at school calls you Nintendo Freako. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Wear that nickname what? with pride. Yeah, I was like super embarrassed. So... Right when I was uh, in the middle of high school, I pushed uh, the the Nintendo away, and I just I didn't play games for like ten years, really not at all. So that's my story. I really came into the Xbox around '07, so I am a newbie to the Xbox ecosystem. John, I gotta hear how you got into this uh, Xbox. Oh man, I'll I'll try and keep this succinct, but I'm surprised that you'd consider yourself a newbie, seeing as you've you know you've been such a a big voice over the last couple of years. So I guess you make up for it. Um, I, hey, I, I had an NC, I went through some consoles. I had a slightly different route. I skipped SNES and Sega, Mega Drive and all of that jazz. I went in uh, via the BBC Micro. That's how old I am. Wow. Um, which was, and we were talking about this the other day, uh, Repton was one of my favorite games on that, con- on that little console. Then it was an Amiga, a PS1, an N64. And then... Uh, I was walking past a, a local game shop in, in where I live. And uh, yeah, they had an Xbox, 2001 Xbox pod with silent cartographer demo and two pads. And me and my younger brother, we were like, after a couple of minutes of trying to figure out that this is move and this is look, we kind of were just completely <laughs> blown away. And uh, we literally went straight home. We bundled up the N64, traded Lucky. it all in, left with an Xbox, two controllers and a copy of Halo. And uh my love for for the platform and that particular series has uh, long withheld. Um, and, you know, I've got to do some amazing things over the years. I've been at launch events for Halo 5, for Master Chief Collection. Um, I've done ads for Microsoft back in the day, which were interesting. And I'm not going to point anywhere where you can find them because it's the only time I've worn a full, full, full face of makeup. Um, which I, <laughs> really? Yeah, which I sorely need most of the time. But... Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a tremendous day, and it's a really, really special day for me as well. We got to do some cool things today, which we'll talk about in a bit. But, um, yeah, uh, really, really, the, the energy in the community at the moment is just palpable, um, and it's really nice to just, you know, celebrate with that incredible community that we've got. Awesome, awesome. What about you, King? What's your entry into the Xbox ecosystem? Well, I've had every console since Pong. Okay, um, he, he wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was that dude that hooked up the paddles to the back of the TV and that was on the floor. That had the TV on top of it, the floor model that died, and <laughs> I think we all had it. It was like in a wooden inbox case. And um, I've been gaming on every console since Pong. If you name it, I had it. Every handheld, I've had it. Um, and after Sega untimely demise of my Dreamcast and 
at the time I'm I'm playing Sony uh, uh, PlayStation. Microsoft had, you know, I've read books about Halo coming. I, it started off on a PC game, and you know, Bungie was purchased by Microsoft. And I'm like, what's going on? And the Halo game was shifting over there. It turned from a real time strategy game into a first person game. And you saw all this stuff. And we went to EB Games, and this was my introduction to Halo. Uh, they had kiosks all over the city, and we went inside and I, and I saw the console picked up the big giant duke controller and i saw the box the box looked pretty um compared to everything else that we had the box looked solid it looked uh performable like it looked durable but it looked american right it looked like this was <laughs> yeah. made in america and america always <laughs> makes big stuff that's rugged and ridiculous and i'm like this looks incredible like the, the green thing on the top i'm like this is insane played halo and walked into a dark area and you hit the white button and your light came on that moment oh, i was yeah. automatically yeah. hooked gave them my money at eb games sat out when it came out i did the new york city launch where the rock was there and uh, bill gates was there and around this period of time it's bill gates is the billionaire enigma right so you thought this was just like on a whim and you didn't know how long it would last, but it, it felt like a, a, a ride, like a roller coaster ride, like somebody with a lot of money came to your city to have a party and you were invited. And the whole city shut down from 42nd Street to uh, welcome Bill in this Xbox. And we got our Xboxes and we went home. And I'm not going to tell you that I had a down moment anytime with that console because it was a, a ride, like a wave like no other. Um, and it felt like the spiritual successor to uh, my Sega, which that void was gone. And there's a lot of reasons why, but it's I've been gaming with Xbox since day one. Mm-hmm. Day exact one. And probably before when they was in concept. But <laughs> yeah. So to get to this point is absolutely insane. They have built from this year to going out the door to the end of this year to a crescendo. It's like an incredible uh, build all the way through from January of this year all the way to right now in November. And we're going to close out in December with the campaign of Halo. It's an amazing ride throughout this holiday season for what they're bringing. And their games have since people want to eat Metascores like they're crazy, <laughs> right? have been averaging in this high 80s, 90s uh, situation. And it's, it's taking away the narrative that the Xbox doesn't have any games. Oh, oh, they have crappy filler games and our Game Pass won't be successful. All the crow that has been going around, this crow pie that people are eating, people can't deny them no more. Right. So they have to acknowledge oh man it's it's <laughs> such it's such a big holiday like this yeah. whole year since the spring has been really good for xbox and people are getting super excited i think i think we're gonna see a, a switch like between which is the the big platform and playstation's had a really good run and not not every generation is the same but this is going to be one of those moments where xbox is really big and playstation is really big and i think it's going to be a lot of people are going to be happy. There's a small amount of people who are going to be really mad and they're going to be throwing fits. Shout out to Hargit Chani with a, uh, a message from 
The channel membership says, what a celebration, great emotional presentation, new back and pack games with FPS boost on 360 games, Halo multiplayer coming out now, which is where some people are probably at right now. Mike drop, he says, Xbox bringing the hype. So we're, we are in a really good spot and, um, we're, we're kind of Halo veterans. I mean, I came in kind of late. I mean, Halo two is the first Halo I played on console. And, uh, it was funny when you were saying King that you guys were trying to figure out the controllers. Like when I was first playing that first level of, of Halo two, like I was walking around, like <laughs> trying to figure out and my, and my brother-in-law, who's like 10 years younger than me, he's like, he would show me, he's like, no, when you want to go right, you want to go like this. When you want to go left, you want to go like this. And I'm like, yeah. what? And like, he's like, when you go up the stairs, you want to pull the thumbsticks apart. And I could, I could not fathom it because I'd always played on a mouse or, or a D pad. I just couldn't, the two sticks is like, was a foreign thing to me, but once you get it, you got it. So, uh, speaking of the really old stuff, I got to ask you guys about the GTA trilogy, which was like this, everyone's really excited about a remaster and rockstar. They phone this thing on in on a cord, old cordless phone. Like this was so bad. This, this whole thing, John, did you buy the GTA trilogy remaster? You know, it, it's funny. We we discussed this uh, earlier this weekend, and uh, I I am not a big GTA fan. Like, and and I'll tell you why. Uh, every time a GTA comes out, I buy into the hype, and I pick <laughs> it up, and then I realize that the world that Rockstar can create is is unmatched, unparalleled in terms of, um, you know, just NPC life cycle. Like there's a there's a video on a couple of video series that I've watched on on Red Dead Redemption Two where they follow an NPC and this NPC has a life yeah. that is just built into the game and it's incredible, but the game feels like crap to play. And <laughs> you know, it, it can be the prettiest game in the world and it can be the most, you know, brilliant narrative, whatever you want to deliver. I don't think GTA ticks either of those boxes just very incredible design in terms of how an open world works but the games never feel good so uh, it's not to say i've not played them all i've played one two vice city gta3 gta4 and i've never completed a single one the closest i came with gta4 <laughs> which is arguably like now looking back in hindsight the worst feeling one of all of them which is hilarious that this is my point but um I'm I'm sad for people that are big fans of the games, right? Because this came out of nowhere. They showed off a bit of gameplay. The art style that they went with, where it was kind of like this stylized reimagining. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? That kind of works. Yeah. It, it, it brings that old graphical style that was trying to be realistic back in the day in a modern edge. And to see the, the kind of uh, bugs and the hiccups that the game is suffering from, I think it's now rated as the lowest user meta-scored <laughs> game Ever. Oh, I haven't even looked. <laughs> it is it's apparently a whopping 0.5 on Metacritic wow. from a user score perspective. And oh that's my not gosh. I mean, that's voice of the consumer saying, hey, oh, yeah. this isn't okay. Um and so I'm just, I'm, I just feel bad for people that are huge fans of GTA that might have thought, I'm gonna relive all the fun I had in Vice City or San Andreas. Sure. Shame. Um, thank, and I think Rockstar should probably make a public statement and, and actually <laughs> put some corrective you know, measures in place here to actually fix these things up to where they need to be. Oh, I mean, I love this, but this was a bad, bad move. <laughs> King, where are you sitting on this? I know you've got like a strong opinion about what Rockstar did. They didn't show anything before they released the game. 
Okay, well, one, <laughs> I got the San Andreas that was released inside Game Pass, right? And San Andreas, for me, is probably the best one out of all of them. Just, just for me. Yes. Right? Me too. Um, me too. I, I love the music and all the other ones, and I love the story narrative. I love the Ballad of Gay Tony. I love all of that stuff. That stuff was great, but uh, particularly San Andreas hit me in, in uh, I guess, uh, because the character was African-American. And they went in the era that, yeah. But at the same time, I was from New York and I was, I always fell in love with LA style, you know? Um, so it, 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 uh, it had such gravitas to the story. It felt so LA. And then when I got to LA, I was like, Oh, LA is just like San Andreas. So, (laughs) you know, I I can't lie. So when I saw it there, you know, even after I had got fours and I was playing fours, I saw it, I said, I got to jump into it. And I was like, um, it took me back to when I first played it on my PlayStation and yeah, the stylized graphics to it. Yeah. I didn't expect them to change anything really to it too much. Um, but it just gave me a welcome feeling of back home with a little bit more polish. I was kind of thrown off with the fact that it had a performance and graphics mode. I was like, it's, it's kind of weird. Well, that didn't even make any sense, but yeah. again, um, playing it, it saw a little bit of hiccups, but again, I think this game is really made to bring people up to speed who's never played it. I think this game is actually for people who's never played the originals. And this is an introduction into the world of GTA and uh, going on. Then you get you to go into the five definitive version of five. I never, and I never thought forward. of it that way. I mean, I don't, I yeah. don't feel like it's made for new people. I feel like they just tried to give you a, a polished version of what you played. The problem is that, kind of feels like i remember it though king like it was a this is crap. crazy thank goodness it came to game pass i bought the whole thing i bought the whole trilogy i spent uh i think it was 60 <laughs> i bought the whole thing and i knew i probably would play three i never have and it's right. really old but i i never finished vice city and san andreas was when i when i before i got 360 i had the xbox original for about six months right and i traded a guitar pedal i've always got guitars but i traded a guitar pedal for san andreas and my buddy goes, you know, here, I'll trade you this. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play those games. You know, I've heard about GTA and, and I was not really gaming a whole bunch. And, and the uh, first one I played, I was like, oh man, this is violent. But like King, we grew up, we were teenagers during yeah. 92 when, when the LA riots were going on and, yeah. uh, we were like gangster rap and the whole scene NWA, of the, of the, yes. all that was like, that was all part of us. And like, I'm a different person than you, right? King, I'm not, yeah. we're not the same type of person. But I, that really impacted me. And Rockstar phoned this thing in. I'm still enjoying it. I'm playing right. it. I had to stop it to play a game that is way better. Yeah. I don't remember what game that is. But Anything. <laughs> any- <laughs> I love that. Cool. Shout, out, shout out to John in the, uh, in the aviator. He's looking great. That way, if he gets tired, he can sleep and then it wake is, back up for a question. It's literally tired eye syndrome. It's like uh, <laughs> 20 past one. So don't, don't take it personally. I just don't no, no, no. It. It, looks, it looks good. It looks Not good. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is, this, this is a big... I don't know why they did this, King. Like, why would they... This is a huge deal. And they put like... What they do? Put their B team on this and say, "Look, don't you know? Just work twenty hour weeks on this." What this happened? Cash grab. They, they work. It's a cash grab, but they're working on the remaster of um, five, and they're trying to get six out the door. And this is it, it should have been a love letter to the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I honestly post it note. Yeah, th- that's what it is, man. But I mean, when you saw the Grove Street crew doing it, 
I, I said, yo, when I saw it, actually, you know how they do Rockstar. And then yeah. it was like Rockstar North. And then it was like Grove Street Crew. I was like, I did not remember that. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, I said, wow. And I and then you do the history behind who the Grove Street Rockstar is. They're the ones that do the mobile stuff. And okay, now it makes sense. But they had they turn at it, and um, I'm, I I've, I finished all the, um, the Grand Theft Autos except for five, to be honest with you. So oh wow, yeah. Okay. So um, this this game again, um, I honestly believe it's for kids like my son when he can get permission to play it. Uh, <laughs> for those who didn't get a chance to play those old games. You know, and and just want to do the story, and right before six comes out, get the uh, five, the remaster. It's for the new people. You know, yeah, we already did these stories. These stories are long. This these fetch it quests pissed you off. How many times were you in the middle of a fetch it quest that a glitch pop up, and then you can't finish that quest, and you got to start over from the beginning? You really want to re- relive all of that stuff? No. So it's not really for us. It's really for them. I can't because I, I went back. I'm like, how did I deal with these missions? They're so irritating. And then you start over and you have to watch, you yes. have to skip the cut scene. Then you have to drive the location. Yes. Uh, everything's still the same. You still walk through a door and get a loading screen. Yeah. It's more than open world games. It's just, you know, like I can't, I can barely play one. Like imagine buying a package of three of them. Like God, God are you lecturing me? <laughs> Oh, God. I can't think of anything worse, Colt. Three I know. giant, unfinishable, a... open-world trekathons. No, it's not for me. Honestly, I feel I feel dumb that I supported this type of port. And I know King says like this is for the new people, but if you're a if you're someone who grew up on the last several years playing games, if you played this version of San Andreas. Yeah. Or Vice Vice City is even worse. It has even more restrictions as far as how the game plays. I I can't imagine a younger person like a Gen Y or Gen Z person trying to play this and go, what is this game? Right. And I feel bad that I support it, but shout out to Neil B for becoming a channel member. He's got the uh, Raz from Psychonauts 2 uh, icon and welcome to the channel. We got DJ with the $5 super chat. Thank you. Says Lord King Swami. How big is Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer's boat right now? <laughs> well, I, I told you he has a 75 footer, and ACG corrected me and said, Isn't that a yacht? So <laughs> I was I was watching that show, yeah, 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 absolutely nuts. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah shout out to you to the Iron Lords podcast. Uh, I was able to stay home Sunday morning to watch Iron Lords. It's not often I get to catch your show live, and uh, that was a, such a great one uh, last week. But we got uh, Uriel Delgado. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. He says, I hope more 360 games get FPS boost and resolution enhancements. I want Lost Odyssey to look crisp and be 60 FPS. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, but we will not get more back and pat. We'll explain why a little later on the show. But shout out to over 500 people who are watching XNC podcast right now. And I feel like uh, if you're here, maybe you forgot that Halo multiplayer is live and you can play right now, or you're taking a break. That reminds me of the joke on Simpsons when he's like, it's a Super Bowl, and he runs out of church. (laughs) But yes, thank you so much for being here. We've got a great show. We've got a lot of cool stuff. Xbox had a massive day, and this is the XNC podcast. We're live right now on YouTube. And if you're listening after the fact, we are on Spotify, Google, Pocket Podcasts, and uh, Apple Podcasts, and a couple other places. So this is always on demand. And, uh, you know, timestamps, all that good stuff that makes a podcast worth digesting. So, and I'm here with John Clark 
from Xbox era, and he is here live with us all the way from the UK. So it's super late for him. So give him a shout out. <laughs> so it, awesome. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't not say no. And, and for the audience's benefit, Colt asked me and I was like, I, I believe I, I, I use an expletive. I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I, I've had a day. I've had a hell of a day. Right? And I completely forgot until I was happening to browse Twitter between matches in Halo. And I was like, Oh, oh be a show <laughs> he messaged me. Goes, oh, I, I suppose I'm on. I'm like, is that okay? <laughs> hey, I couldn't I, let you down now. Like, you know, Eastwood we're talking about here. You know, this isn't some backwater. You know, like kind of show. I got to show up. Um, yeah, you, so it's yeah, a you can't phone it in like I, Rockstar. Exactly. I told my wife the same in. thing. She's like, uh, you don't do late night podcast. That's one. And I say, yeah, but it's cult. Right. He's and, so kind, man. Yeah, and I said, and I didn't know that Xbox had a show today. So Attic told <laughs> me after. Okay, so all right, you hit me up before I found out that we had a show today, right? So I'm like, yeah, of course, yeah, hell yeah, right? Just hell yeah, all right. I'm, Colt doesn't get no, right? Okay, cool. And then Attic is like, yeah, so who's doing the show with me tomorrow? I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> it's oh at, no! Is at one o'clock? And then I had a play date with my son. Um, and it just so happened that we played Halo t- together today. It was just really fun. This a beautiful. That was just a beautiful moment. I ha- I went. I said. I, I said, baby, I need to lay down and, and at least get an hour and a half worth of sleep right before cold. And I put my alarm and uh, ran back downstairs. And I'm here. Sounds I nice, doesn't it, John? <laughs> how how good? I I, I rarely nap, but I oh napped the other day, and it was the singular Delicious. best moment of my week. Delicious. <laughs> it wasn't actually. I've had, I've had some really good moments this week. Yo, the how Xbox Nap you? Podcast. How old are uh, we now that we actually look forward to a nap? Like you schedule nap time. Oh, <laughs> we went on a big parenting tangent the the <laughs> on Saturday, and and it went on for like half an hour. And yeah, we were like, oh, we're going to be boring. Everyone in the chat chatting about kids and tiredness and how it doesn't get any better. You know, <laughs> like you know. Like, Chat, you know, speak up in the chat. If you've got kids, let us know in the chat and show your support that we know that you know what we're going through when we're uh, walking around like zombies, you know, walking through the grocery store or whatever. But yeah, yeah. shout out to that. I also got to say, shout out to your content creators. You got people like John and King David who are on the ball, except when King doesn't know there's an Xbox event. Uh, <laughs> but shout out to your content creators. You know, I got a call from Randall Thor like two hours ago. And he's like, hey, I made a video. You know, I watched the thing and he, he went right to work and made a video. And so, yeah. you know, give them the love for giving you a little bit of, of uh, entertainment. Shout out to Sean Labrie yeah, in the chat. He's another good friend of mine I met. Oh, he said yeah, three kids that. and I'm dead. I've got three. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. This, this is- so... Let's talk about something kind of crazy. This won't take a, a but a couple minutes, but let's talk about what happened with Twitter a few nights ago. Twitter's account was gone, like just what? gone. There was rumors that Halo Infinite was going to go live with multiplayer on Monday, which is now yeah. uh, for us. And Twitter's account just was gone. The the Xbox main account. I yeah, think. yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. The, yes, thank you. The Xbox okay, Twitter yeah, account. I'll, sorry. Yeah, yeah not no. Twitter was. Uh, now that'd be kind of cool if Twitter was gone. That might save me some trouble. But yeah, the Xbox <laughs> account gone, gone. Yep. 
John, what happened? You've got the inside scoop. You were uh, were you uh, scrambling uh, around? What happened? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I saw that it was gone, and I saw lots and lots of very amusing memes from Stein, who was like, uh, "I'm working on it." Uh, you know, like yeah, that's an awkward conversation to go and have with your boss on. You know, the day before your big Xbox 20th anniversary show, you accidentally wipe all 16.9 million followers from your Twitter account and close it off. I think, I mean, I've got to give props to Stein and his team, right? Because when when Xbox Series S leaked and they just posted that perfect meme of like, uh-oh, rumbled, yeah. you know? Um, similarly for this, you know, when, when the, they did lots of very funny memes, but then when the account came back, it came back with zero followers. Yeah. And they and they literally put new game plus. You know, and I was just like, Yeah, okay, gotta hand it to these guys. Things happen. I think someone pressed a button and made a boo-boo. You know, I don't know the details. Um it's a hell of a boo-boo. And it would have I, I it's one of those things that I would be like, Oh no, I need to yeah. call a person. <laughs> I need to call someone more important than me because this is bad. Um but they fixed it and it's all okay now. So yeah, it must have been a bit of a moment in uh, Xbox HQ. For a while there i think yeah king what do you think happened you have like conspiracy theory for us i actually have no conspiracy theory about it uh somebody made a mistake uh clicked on something like they was probably trying to remove a troll <laughs> something happened and they they hit the button i knew about this uh i'm gonna look right now about this uh multiplayer oh. thing for a minute and i just Uh-oh. i thought i was being trolled to be honest with you and it's just like whatever but then when that happened I said they're probably doing like Fortnite. You know, remember when Fortnite had the black screen? having an event? Yeah, yeah. right. I was like, maybe it's an ARG awareness. You know, I don't know. Well, I actually remembered now. It's just popped into my tired, sleep-deprived brain. I think <laughs> what happened was they tried to change their birthday on Twitter. Oh God! And that's what caused the issue. Did they end up changing their birthday on Twitter? I have no idea. I'm looking right. I'm actually looking to see how where the deactivate. There's a deactivate button on the mobile. Uh, that's why I'm checking on my phone. No, because I think, I think uh, they don't have their birthday the... on here. But yeah. uh... so from memory, I think there's a bug or something that if you if you can, if you I think you can change your birthday. You can only do it like once or twice. And I think they must have done it wanting to make it be the 15th of November, yeah. and it broke something. That's that, I've, I can't remember where I read or heard that, but I think that might be the case. So don't quote me on it. It's not gospel, but yeah, it's crazy because some people. Well, I refollowed it, the Xbox account, but after about two hours, like they went up to 10,000 followers. Then they were at 4.9 million. And then finally all 16 million were back. And I bet like, we were like, you know, they were sweating bullets because they were getting ready to do that big event for the weekend. And that night for me uh, in the U S it was, it was the evening. It was like eight or nine o'clock at night. That night, that Halo Infinite multiplayer thing had been shared by Nate the Hate and a couple other big accounts that, oh, they're going to, this is the bombshell they're going to drop. And so, gosh, man, they were having a hard time. Um, let's talk about, I got to give a shout out to Risk It for the Biscuit, Australian boy with uh, $8 super. Thank you so much, uh, Risk It. He says, I got four rug rats. Kids are great. They make life so much more interesting than it needs to be. They're all beautiful, though, and uh, it's so true. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't trade them, but I wonder what they're worth. If I can get like a that Halo <laughs> Infinite wow. special just, console, maybe. No. Loan them out. Loan them out for <laughs> like a, a, you know, every now Lo- and then. I mean, I need them. Somebody's got to do the dishes. But um, let's talk about the Just One, King, because we're waiting for the Just One. 
and I'm not sure if Hellblade or Fable constitutes the just one. Reset for the audience what the just one is. Let's talk about Compulsion Games, King David. Okay. What's, just what's, what's is, the just one? Just one is Lord Cognito. Happy birthday. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's his thing. Uh, I don't need it, but, you know, just one is they want a clone of uh, the Sony formula. Uh, single player, over the shoulder, story driven, and uh, new IP. Sad dad. Uh, it has to be a new IP, uh, you know, mature game uh, with uh, hardcore triple uh, A graphics. Shout out Fonzarelli. Uh, they want to see their money, uh, you know, this, the studio's money in the graphics and the story. And I understand it. Um, do I need it? No, I, I was, I've been bludgeoned to death with all of Sony's titles for following that same formula. Right. So, um, I'm at a point right now where I'm at a new experience dude, you know, I'm a new experience guy. So that's why I live and dwell inside game pass, uh, for the games that I would not normally purchase. Right. Um, yeah. like backbone yeah. and stuff like that. Those games that will miss my radar because one, they're probably indie games or two, um, I'm being prudent with my money, uh, and um, I'm, I'm not going to actually, you know, purchase a game without trying it first or whatever. But I understand what they're asking for. They 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 want those uh, standout games. Um, I always thought we had those games. You understand? So um, we had Rise: Son of Rome. You know, but I know arguably I, the first Sony game of the right? generation. And to this day, it still looks fantastic, but I think they want it to uh, continue. So if we would have got Rise and we would have had Rise 2 and we'd have been on to Rise 3, I think that whole call for the Just One wouldn't have uh, you know, popped up. But they want it, they cried for it, and I believe it's going to be delivered by Compulsion. Um, and, I, and I hope so. Because hmm. certain uh, demographics of our population of the, you know the Xbox core call for it, need it, and they want a champion to go up against Sony's best and brightest. So I think that's what it's about. Okay, John, do, do you know, do you subscribe this whole thing about this no. whole form, form, formulaic thing that Xbox needs? <laughs> no, I don't. I, do you know what I think it is? And uh, I, I apologize if I cause any offense to anyone, especially Lord Cognito, because it's his birthday. And we've spoken Preach. about we've spoken about just one, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the the Xbox fans want a PlayStation style game. That's not what they want. Because uh, if I want a PlayStation style game. I'll go to the cinema. Right. If I, if I, no, seriously, no, I'm, I'm, I'm joshing, I'm joshing. Um, no, it's, it's more, it's more, and this is as sad as it is, right? Games are games, good games, bad games. They come in all shapes and sizes, right? But the beauty of a yeah. third person, slow walk and talk over the shoulder, heavily narrative, I'm trying to be a movie, honestly, take me seriously as a medium art game style stuff. Yes. Is that, Critics love that crap, right? And I don't mean all critics, but I mean a lot of mainstream critics absolutely love that. They slap a 10 out of it. Oh, it told such a powerful story, even though it took control from me hundreds of times. I love and it. It wasn't actually a game at that point, but it was so, so powerful. And, and here's a 10. 
and then they get loads of them and then you know they and it's a console war thing they just lord it over everybody else and it bores the on me yeah um <laughs> i love how you censor yourself that's great i i well i i i i realize i'm british and i swear like every other word normally so I, i'm trying to be responsible and well behaved but i I'm you look like jason super... statham right now though john i, I hope that doesn't <laughs> offend you a, a fat tired jason statham. Oh! <laughs> maybe um i need to get a little oh. bit more essex with it though you know be a little bit more grunting um but no, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just it's just uh, list wars in my opinion you know a good game is a good game i think forza horizon 5 has proven that and i yes. think for the first yep. time despite the fact that it is a consistently always scoring highly series this time is the first time where people look at the year's games and go i kind of have to vote for this to be game of the year like yep. i kind of have to say yeah <clears throat> if i look across the smorgasbord of games I haven't got a really, and I can see some people clinging to Returnal. All right, you can oh, cling no, to man. it, but it's 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 the best game this year. Is Forza Horizon Five? The critics all agree that it is. Let it yes. win game of the year. It drives. It me won't nuts. be nominated. Yeah. Oh, it's a racing game. It can't win. Why? Oh, because oh, it hasn't got a narrative. Because it didn't make you feel bad. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. I, this is late night story, uncensored though. Sicker Mechanico. Now you're getting you're getting a very different <laughs> Sicker Mechanico. Uh, they, you know, they probably didn't play the game because it does have a story. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, story definitely doesn't shine. The rest of the game kills it in Forza Horizon Five. But um, like when you guys, you guys, I'm listening to you guys talk about what Xbox has that PlayStation doesn't, or what PlayStation has that Xbox doesn't. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of games that Xbox has that does a little bit of these PlayStation games, but. Let me say it like PlayStation game has cinematic, take me serious, artsy, great graphics, open world, uh, narrative driven, a lot of set down the controller and watch a long cutscene. It also has a lot of quick time events where now people are going to get mad when I say this, but a lot of PlayStation's top games have a lot of button combos where it takes over and the animation happens. Yeah. And then you have this great looking thing. <clears throat> so my example would be Spider-Man. I Spider-Man 2018 is one of my favorite games on the PS4 yep. the whole the whole generation. Like I think yep. that stands up even above God of War for me which I think is fantastic. But when you get a combo ready, you hit triangle and circle and Spider-Man will take over for about 5 seconds, do this incredible thing that you're not controlling. Right. N not even the camera and it looks really good. So it's one of those things that when you show it to people, to the masses, it looks amazing. But when you play Halo Infinite and you... Now, I'm not speaking from experience because I wouldn't know. But when you grapple a an enemy or a vehicle and you hijack the vehicle, you turn around, you spin, do this, jump off, launch, use the grapple to get over, throw a grenade, stick it, grab something and throw it. Like That's all something that you're doing with your controls. That's all up to you. Thumbsticks, buttons, yeah. triggers, timing, right? A lot of PlayStation games, like the big ones we talk about, the Xbox doesn't have the just one. They don't do that. Well, what you know what I'm saying? Quantum Break. Um, I thought Quantum Break was a, the same formula, um, and it did it to a, a higher extent, to be honest with you. Um, and it wasn't. It, it didn't grab the masses how it was supposed to, and and, and a lot of Sony first tries. 
um like uh what what what's the Nathan Drake um um Uncharted the first yeah. one wasn't all that great but the second one was uh uh better and and it built on the formula right so mm-hmm. if we got a chance to get Quantum Break too who's to tell uh if it didn't build from that uh good formula and to the next formula we had those instances it was just the wrong people in charge that didn't continue the 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 lineage yeah. of the games that's yeah. all it is and they were renting these ips instead of owning these ips Thank that you. was the yeah. biggest problem it's xbox's number one long-standing issue and i think it's probably a thing of the past yes. now hopefully but they would make these games and oh it's it didn't sell 10 million oh, chuck it in the bin we'll, we'll try uh-huh. something else and it's like i want a rise too yes please because you had something really cool. The setting was cool. The cutscenes were great. The story was well told, if a bit mm-hmm. tropey. It mm-hmm. was a solid launch title. Yeah, the the combat was a bit repetitive, and the fact that there were only like four barbarians over and over and over. But God, well, you, yeah. you take yeah. those elements that worked, and then you improve <laughs> the stuff that didn't. Guess what? It's begging You've got for a sequel it. Sequel that improves upon everything that came before. You have your Uncharted Two moment, whatever you want to call it. But they they have a tendency to just be like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. But they we'll, didn't we'll own the IP. No. Well, they, yeah. apparently they tried, but Crytek were like, yeah, no, you can't have the IP. And then Microsoft yeah, that's, yeah, fine then. Yeah, it's right begging now. for an improved sequel for sure. Crytek and make them bend the knee. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's just, that's just I how mean, I would do it. Crytek could, Crytek could use a little bit of humbling, knee-bending King because they they did not do a great job with that crisis one remaster oh. crisis two is better the crisis two and three but um yeah they need to come back to greatness and and if they did a sequel with xbox or rise two it could be so much better and i know they've learned so many things uh yeah i don't know i i gotta give a, a super chat here we got uh risky for the biscuit with another one he's got another eight dollar australian super he says uh that's not what i want out of a third person Double A. I want an Xbox style action adventure. When he says double A, he means action adventure. He says he wants Xbox style action adventure, but I want it to have their own stamp on it. And I think isn't that what was it? Matt Booty or Phil Spencer, John, that recently said. I think it was Matt Booty that said we don't want to go and chase what PlayStation's doing. We want to do our own thing and we want to make it great. Yeah, they, I think that a lot of people took that quote out of context and went, oh, he's saying, you know, PlayStation are better or something stupid, yeah. something console uh-huh. wars driven. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, and I think we're seeing that, you know, I think King, you said it earlier on in the show, Microsoft's year so far has just been like building up and up and up and mm-hmm. just, you know, Psychonauts and all of the really cool, unique Game Pass releases. No, yeah, not every one of them landed, but yeah. they're all different. They're all trying something mm-hmm. a little a little strange. Artful Escape, twelve minutes. Yes, you know, we, we crazy. Yeah, Forza Horizon Five, and now in Echo four Generation. weeks. Yeah, okay. Echo Generation is great. Generation. It's good. It. It's really good. It it's not scoring like super high, but I, I'm playing that with my son. It's really good. Uh, Edward good King with the game. Sorry. Uh, no, actually, it's kind of creepy. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it reminds it's, me it's, of Stranger Things. It is, yeah. It's it's actually got some cool themes in it, um, and it's turn based combat, which I've never liked. But yeah. I get pretty, I get a little sweaty uh, playing that. Like I do not want to die, but I got to give a shout out to Edward King with a two pound super chat. 
He says Halo officially crossed 250,000 players on Steam all alone. So uh, I'll ask this question real quick from both of you. I'll get it at separate answers. John, how many people do you think will be on Halo Infinite um, a couple days in, knowing what Man. you saw with Forza Horizon? Well, it's an interesting one because it doesn't have the, the clever little leaderboard ticker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so unless we get some figures from Microsoft, but you've got to think it's available on Xbox One, Series S, Series X, PC, Steam, and it's free to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the record? CSGO has 1.6 million concurrent players, I think. I think so. How many are going to jump in on the first couple days? That's like the that's a crazy wild guess that I want to get from you guys. I would love to see. I, I think, oh man, without official figures, it's hard to say. But if Steam's already at 250k and it's not even like 10 hours in, uh, yeah, we're probably going to be looking at over over 750,000 by the end of the end of the week. I think end something of the week, like that, okay. maybe even more. And that's just Steam. You know, okay, how many do you think across? The, how many do you think across? Because we may not get those numbers, but how many do you think we'll get across everyone who logs into Halo Infinite to try the multiplayer? Oh man, if, if Forza Horizon did eight million players <laughs> in a week, and that's not free to play, I'm oh man, I I don't know. I don't. I, I'm scared just to, to make just a bet. just take like two guesses. I mean, it's, it has million. to be fifteen million. There you go. Boom. What? Um, oh, yeah. Fifteen. Why not? King, what are you thinking? I, I was I was gonna say uh, thirteen to fifteen million. Oh my gosh! Um, Wait, my, yeah, just that. in the first two or three days, you think? Well, no, I think it's gonna um, it's gonna End have to week. take that or in the week. Uh, probably by Friday, you have that number because okay, it's on a beginning of the work week, beginning of the school yeah. week. You know, um, I would have launched it on a Thursday, Friday, but the fifteenth doesn't fall on a Thursday, Friday, right? So the true numbers will start kicking in uh, closer to the weekend, and I think the 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 peak will probably be Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Thirteen wow. or fifteen. Um, I I don't know. I just wrote. I'm just going to tell this real quick because I think it's uh, hilariously tragic. Uh, over here, I have a red guitar. It's like my first electric guitar I ever bought. But I usually have a white Les Paul, which I bought when I hit 100,000 subscribers last year. And it was an expensive guitar, and I was sitting in here the other day, uh, and it fell off the wall. Uh, I have these nice wall hangers, guitar wall hangers. It, the I don't know if you guys are into hardware stuff, like when you do stuff around the house, yeah. but the screws slipped out of the sheetrock anchors, and the guitar fell onto my desk, and I had a heart attack. I was like, what? And uh, so I moved my least expensive guitar there, and I bolstered it up with a heavy screw. So somebody asked where... That Les Paul is, it's over here. It's safe and sound for now. In guitar hospital. You know, when, when I was 16, 17 years old, I used to work at a music shop in, in the county where I live, and it was called PMT. Yes. Oh, yeah, PMT were. UK. You know? Oh, well, there you go. I, so I, watched, I, I watched their YouTube channel all the time. They got some really cool people there, but go ahead. They, I'm they excited used, now. They were actually kind of jerks to work for, but that's a different story. <laughs> but they did have... They did have the Wayne's. Would you remember the, the guitar in Wayne's World? The strap yeah, yeah. That he's like yeah, the white strap. Shall be mine. They had it there, and it was like a twenty twenty fifth anniversary strap. And uh, this is really bad. I'm making myself sound like a real jerk right now. I was doing Uh-oh. work experience with this other guy, and we we were cleaning the guitars, and uh, we hung it up high because you meant to keep it out of reach of the customers because you have to oh have ladders. These wall, wall to you know floor to ceiling guitar walls. 
mm-hmm. and uh, either he or I put it in the bracket, and the bracket was the wrong way round. So while it hung there for a little while, we were all just standing around, and it just went through four other guitars and just splashed oh. onto the ground. Um, uh. I totally was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hang that. And I think he did take the, It might have yeah. been me. I can't really remember now. Oh he did take gosh. the blame for it. But look, we're all 16 once. Okay? Like, yeah, yeah. Next. I'm one of those guys, if, you, if I see somebody smash a guitar on stage, I get mad. But uh, no, I got to... Here's something else that made me kind of mad now i try to be reasonable king i try to be a nice guy okay and forza horizon hit uh eight million players in a week just a niche racing game it was amazing and we got our man jeff Keeley, the ryan seacrest of the gaming industry that is out there getting ready and bolstering people up for the game awards and i looked he hadn't said one word about xbox over the past week so I don't like to be petty. I really try not to be petty. I try not to quote tweet people. I just try to, I try so hard. And I looked and he said, happy birthday to the PS5. And I looked two days before, he did not say happy birthday to Xbox. All right, fine, fine. That's okay. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to be like the whiner that cried about the blue disc for Titanfall 2. All right, I'm not going to be petty. But Jeff Keighley didn't say a word about Forza Horizon 5, which is arguably the biggest, the biggest game this entire holiday. Am I right, boys, or am I right? Well, I can say this, right? And um, this is for everyone. I don't believe Sony did a 25-year uh, anniversary show. I didn't. Ooh, I don't okay. Think, okay. I don't think they dropped a, a, a transformative game for free on all platforms on their 25th anniversary, uh, they pretty much did exactly what they always do, take you for granted. So... <laughs> Where are you going with this? I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going to to the demographics of the people that's always chasing the girl that really doesn't care if you give her attention or don't because somebody else will always give her attention. And it's always the beautiful girl, well, the not-so-pretty girl that grows into the beautiful damsel uh later that was appreciative for the information and the stuff that you were given to her then and you were rewarded and that's microsoft right mm-hmm. so their 20th came up and regardless if he says happy birthday or he doesn't there's 16 million people that did right and they showed up and they watched and we're playing halo um and they have nothing for the rest of the holiday season since kenna that's it. Bye. Have a nice dry holiday. And in January, God of War is on PC and a lot of tears come down and knees. I've been collecting these this whole year and I love it. So I'm not apologetic about it. Don't say happy birthday. And we are going to force Forza down everyone's throat. Eight million, nine million of us will keep ramming it down their throat, pause, and they're going to have to love the game because the game cannot be denied. Quality speaks for itself. The game is quality from top to bottom. And you don't tell me Returnal because it's not quality from top to bottom. It was a mm. double A game that came in and had bugs that were shutting off people consoles. People had to fight their way to finish it. I have not heard this from Forza. <coughs> and if it did, we would hear about it. So again, yep. 
quality title from beginning to end. They gave you a show and it hits you in the mouth with some Halo. So we will end the end of this year strong where they will be looking over and be forced to buy an Xbox this season. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. It's good speech, good speech. John. John, my friend. The most wonderful thing is, do you know what I think it is? Of, of all of this kind of scenario, and, and Xbox fans had to do a lot of waiting. Yeah. A lot yeah. of waiting. Um, and as much as I don't subscribe to uh, my plastic box made by multi-trillion dollar conglomerate is better than your plastic box made by multi-trillion dollar conglomerate. It is amusing to me. I enjoy the salt. Like I like the seasoning of this time of year (laughs) in that people are like, oh, but you know, they're they're looking over the fence and going, does look pretty good over there. It does look okay, doesn't it? Like maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe I can just have both and it's okay. I'm not, it's not a religion. I'm not going to go to hell. Tell him, John. I do. Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> just, just play play games. Games are great. Games are transformative. I mean, I don't know about you guys. But you watched Phil Spencer's speech today, right? On the event. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yes. I, how can you not like this guy? How can you not? Like, Everybody guy, likes Phil. This yeah. guy came That's into right. Microsoft as a lowly intern thirty three years ago, and right. he just he just plays games, and he genuinely does when he's not working. Yes. He's online playing. I mean, yeah, he plays Destiny 2. I'm not going to judge him. (laughs) I said that on purpose because I know you're a big Destiny guy. But, um, you know, no one's perfect. But it's... You don't get that with any other exec. Where's where's Jim Ryan? Even the the games leaders love Phil. Like, I just... I thought it was funny that that Jeff didn't say Jeff Keeley didn't say anything about Forza. Like this is a big, this game's a big deal. 8 million players. And so I put out a tweet and said, Hey Jeff, want to know about your thoughts of how you, you know, how you're feeling about Forza horizon. It's got this many players already. It's a big deal. And, and I was nice and he actually replied to me and he said, it's absolutely stunning. It's a beautiful game. And that was, that's the only and the first and the only response he's had on his Twitter about Forza and Xbox. Uh, well, mostly about Forza. He didn't say a word. I thought it was weird, but everyone's like wondering, can Forza Horizon make it into the nominations for Game of the Year? And we're going to find out tomorrow. Yeah. So, tomorrow. yeah. Yeah. I so I, I think it should too. I got a couple supers here I'm going to get to. We got Mr. Joanna Dark. Thank you for the $5. He says, happy 20th anniversary to you gentlemen. Happy to be here while playing Halo Infinite. Some people are asking why the chat is slow, but I suspect that there's over 600 people watching live. So some of you have got your phone sitting on the arm of your couch. Thank you so much for listening to us while you play and letting us break your concentration while you try to get those kills. Uh, and, and shout out to Special Nick who's in the chat. Uh, I was going to have him on, but he's got to work in Australia. It is tomorrow at around noon right now. So, uh, he's got to, he's got to work. So he's we will get future. him on. He's, he's amazing. Uh, he said, uh, he, he bloody complains about being up late on the weekend. Uh, <laughs> John, but John's a trooper. Hey, we got the, we got the glasses on. Let's see. Yeah. Hargeet Johnny w- w- with a $5. Thank you so much. He says, 
How does PlayStation even have a transformative game? Not some third-party thing, but a PlayStation game. A first party can't think of anything. One of the things that was going on in the the discussion about Game of the Year, Hargeet, is that Ratchet and Clank is an impactful transformative game this year. And I played it. It's really good. But I don't think of it as transformative or super impactful. Can I put you on the spot, John? Have you played Ratchet? Do you think... It has the medal to get nominated. No, I, I haven't played it. I think Nick spoke about it a fair bit. He uh, he said it's just another Ratchet and Clank game. You know, it's mm-hmm. not going to change the world. But I really love Ratchet and Clank. I think he really enjoyed it. But no, it's not something I've played, so I wouldn't I wouldn't comment on it. It looks very pretty. It's very pretty. King, what about you? Did you uh, load up Ratchet and Clank on your shiny PS Five? My PlayStation Five hasn't been touched since Miles. Um, mm. but I want, um, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I think Ratchet and Clank, I, I always like those, like Ratchet and Clank and, uh, Jack and Dexter, those games, uh, probably for me, for PlayStation, define PlayStation more than any other games. So I would get it, but I was waiting for a lull in Xbox and I just d- didn't get a lull. It just was right. like hit, hit after hit and I go into Game Pass and find something else and then I wake up and I'm like, wow, uh, okay, this is Saturday. Then I <laughs> back into my game, then I wake up again is another, oh, random drop. So, I, I'm sorry. I just, it's just too many games for me to go purchase a new game for it to just sit there. So, when there's a lull, then I'll probably just, you know, go and purchase it. King, I'm gonna, I'll let you in on a secret. Uh, there's not gonna be any lulls the rest of the Xbox generation. Yeah, so I don't think there's going to be. I, might I think, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, Sean the Bree was asking me to asking a Twitter today. Shout out to Sean the Bree. <laughs> he said, "Should I buy?" <laughs> he said, "Should I buy Battlefield 2042?" Because you know, people are on the fence because the game's eh, it's a little rough around the edges, but it's a big game. Plus, Halo's out. Halo's gonna kind of really push hard on that. He's and I said you might want to wait till the spring when there's. Oh wait, never mind because. I don't know. It's, there's going to be so many games. Uh, we yeah. got shout out to Dave Roma, Ramos. Uh, I've got these sunglasses on. It's kind of hard to see. Dave Ramos with the five dollar. He says, "Preach, David King David, to see Xbox and Game Pass succeed. The more successful Game Pass is, the more diverse games we'll see. Hard not to love." So we're going to get into Game Pass in a minute, but I want to start off with uh, with this one, John. Today. And early this morning for me, Phil Spencer was interviewed by uh, GQ magazine. Yeah, can't remember which one it was. It was, it was GQ. UK. Yeah, and uh, he said that their games, they want their games to be exclusives, and Elder Scrolls Six is meant to be exclusive, just like their other franchises. And this is supposed to be like some big prophetic moment or something. Yep. But uh, how did you they? see this and see the reaction today? Earlier how, today, how, how could they do this? They're leaving all that money on the table. Why would why would they why would they make games not for PlayStation? I I don't understand. Can you? I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, it's it's. I, I'm sure you could tell. But um, oh, yeah. on, like I saw that, and funnily enough, one of one of our guys did a did a did a quick article on it, and and I I've read the article, and look, and yeah, it's not. I'm not. I'm not mad at you proven, all right? You, you, you did you did the thing. It is news. But it was also like, oh, that's going to be a Twitter feed full of idiots. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, you got one side going, well, yeah. 
And then you've got the other side going, oh, they took my games away. And then they'll start arguing about how I used to be able to play Spider-Man on my PlayStation on my Xbox. And it just goes on and on and on. Look, it's a business move, right? They, they bought it. It's theirs now. If you want to play them, if you love Elder Scrolls that much, you've got but, a million avenues to play it. You can play it. But Elder Scrolls Skyrim launched on, on the PlayStation. Like yeah, there, I mean, there are there, there is an Elder Scrolls game that didn't launch on the PlayStation, but they're like, but Elder Scrolls belongs to everyone. Yeah, King, well, did you argue? Did you get in any fights today over this Elder Scrolls exclusive like wow moment? No, people tend to they've they, they've learned to leave me alone. <laughs> like <laughs> they've actually it's learnt behavior, right? They, they've they've learned. They they've sent their generals to me, and I've taken these, and their gen- generals come back shorter and shorter. Um, once Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer has said that something that I told them was going to happen, uh, but they wanted to hold on to the fact that they, you know, he, they said something about legacy games. Oh, the, but right. that's a legacy. And that's the part of denial, right? That part right there. And you have to come to acceptance, guys. It's going to stop. I got to interject another argument that went on today. Phil Spencer says this quote. It it blows up on social media and on websites write about it and say, we want our games to be exclusive. That's the point of what we're doing. And then you get the, uh, we'll call them troglodytes. You get the troglodytes out there who say, oh, but Xbox said that the worst thing you could do is be a gatekeeper, and they're gatekeeping their exclusives. John, you're a learned, educated man. Can you please explain to the audience what gatekeeping means when Xbox says the worst thing you could do is gatekeep? What in the heck is that? Well, you know, like typically gatekeeping is saying, uh, this isn't for you. You can't play this, right? And I can understand why they're using that word, but this is more in a... Like, in a, Dark Souls is difficult, this, and it's meant to be is, yeah, difficult, and is, if you're not up to the task, you don't example. get... Right? Yeah, yeah it's a perfect ahead. example. That This is more a case of, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to ask for an easier setting or an accessibility setting that allows more people to play, um, you know, because that would interfere somehow with my experience, even if I could just choose normal, <laughs> and it would be as I've always played it. But no, 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 those extra settings that I'd never touch... Mm-hmm. they can't be allowed in because that would hurt my sensibilities in some fashion. That's gatekeeping. That's saying, no, you can't have that. This isn't, this isn't Xbox going, this isn't console wars. It's a freaking business. They spent $7.5 $7. billion. They can do what the hell they like. But isn't gatekeeping uh, having a DLC that you paid for for Spider-Man only on an Avengers <laughs> game that everybody has purchased and it should be free. This is why people don't do this to you on Twitter, right? This is exactly, why. Because you just you forced me to buy uh, the... If I want to play Spider-Man I, uh, on the Avengers game that I actually purchase and have or that's inside Game Pass, I have to spend this money to play it on the console that I don't care to play it on, but I'm forced to do so because it is gatekeeped from me over here. Okay, you can gatekeep DLC, but we can't gatekeep a whole game. So what about Spider-Man and Wolverine, King? Like, Spider-Man and Wolverine are Marvel IPs. They've been on multiple platforms. They've been on every platform. Those Those characters have been on every video game platform for 20, 30 years. And now, PlayStation has those two IPs 
locked down to a PlayStation 5. So, or a PlayStation 4, depending on what, how Jim Ryan believes in generations. Yeah. So explain, King, how is that gatekeeping? Is that not gatekeeping? You, you know what Microsoft can do, right? They can actually make a Spider-Man game and make a uh, Wolverine game, right? Mm-hmm. They have to go to the powers that hold the licenses, show them what game that they want to make. They won't get the same exact game that Sony has because yeah. Sony is making a Sony game based of, of this nature. Um, there has been other games, not the same exact game, on another platform with the same name. It is possible but they have to go and make these deals. Sony made these deals. You can't be upset. This is business, right? This is big business, high stakes. So Long ago, if, too. Long ago. Right? So yeah. if, if they show that they can make a successful IP, which I thought Spider-Man was game of the year, bar none, game of the generation probably for the PlayStation, um, and Microsoft didn't see the value in superhero games at that time, and Sony did, Okay, and they went right back to the well with another well-known character. You can't fault them for doing this. Mm-hmm. This is business. Yeah. So if Microsoft wants superhero games, go to the powers that be, get these IPs, and make these games. You know, um, obviously, it doesn't happen overnight. And they could have these deals in tow someplace, and we'll find out later, oh, they have a Hulk game, or they have a a, a, a Daredevil game, or they have a game uh, that they'll be making, and people will be <laughs> pissed off that they're doing it. Well, okay, I got I got to bring up the other part of this argument, because I see, I see a couple of people in the chat that aren't they aren't driving with this, because they, they don't like this explanation, but this is exactly <laughs> how it works. Now, one of the other things that happened, guys, was they, they tried to use... Phil Spencer's words against him because Kotaku wrote an article about two years ago that said Phil Spencer doesn't believe exclusives are what they're all about. What I can't remember what the quote was. I actually uh, used it today in, on Twitter. Phil Spencer says uh, exclusives are anti uh, anti something to what we do. But you know how the troglodytes do, right? They just read a headline and then they use that narrative. But if you read the, and I'm going to explain this to you, we got patch Bloodborne to 60 FPS with the angry Ellie avatar. So I'm going to let this person down nice and easy and explain to you how the video game. So listen, take a minute. You know, I should say, if you're watching the show, if you're enjoying hearing John from Xbox era and Lord King David of Iron Lords podcast, take a second, move the chat out of the way. Cause I'm going to preach to you for just a moment. Hit the like button. Let's get the show up to 500 likes. This is the X and C podcast. We're live on YouTube. And if you're listening after the fact, audio only, this is on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, a couple other places. So thank you for supporting the show. I don't want to lose my train of thought, but when Phil Spencer, Phil Spencer said exclusives are uh, anti-whatever uh, the direction of what we're doing, he was talking about locking you down to one device. He said, I, and I'm doing, I know this from memory. He said, I believe that our games should be like your music and your movies, that you take them with you where you want to go. If you buy the game, you own the game, you play it on the devices that you own inside the Xbox ecosystem. Now, when you talk about PlayStation being anti-gamer with exclusives, they lock you down to one piece of plastic. And so Phil says, we want you to play on Xbox One, Xbox Series S or X, PC, Cloud, soon smart TVs, or on any browser, on any PC that's not capable to game. Now, when you're worried about 150 million 
players being left out of Elder Scrolls Six <laughs> to to patch Bloodborne to sixty FPS. I'm talking to you. If you're worried about 150 million players missing on an Elder Scrolls Six, you can play that game literally everywhere, but a Switch and a PlayStation console. And if you ask Jim Ryan to get you Game Pass on your PlayStation Five. You will be golden, but otherwise, stop whining. Go buy a PC. You said you guys said you had a PC to play the Xbox bangers. Literally, play that game anywhere but your PlayStation. That's not how it works. You get them in the ecosystem and you keep your customers happy. Now, was I rude or was yeah. I a little harsh? No, it's just how it is. A little rude. So, <laughs> so this is kind of the stuff that we've had to deal with, but Phil is trying to explain what's going on with uh, Elder Scrolls 6 and uh that's that's basically what's happening. So let's see we got let me see what we we're at here. We got uh let's I think it's time to get into uh the Xbox 20 year anniversary event. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, God, I'll I tell you what. My suit jacket. Look at this, all right? L- let's get in dressed. <laughs> Let's let's get on. <laughs> John just shut off his mic. He better come back in like a uh, a leotard or something fantastic. I'm a pass but, uh, out if he does. Now, now, just so people don't think I'm totally crazy, like this is not an Xbox jacket. This is actually uh, my Halloween costume. I dressed up as a pop uh, '50s character. So I don't know. I just thought it would be good to wear this, King. Let's talk about this 20th anniversary event. Uh, kind of lead off and tell people like what you got from the first section, which is all about celebrating the Xbox. Oh, I love the fact that they're going to do a six part documentary into the history of uh, Xbox itself and, and, and going to show that Aaron Greenberg was there from day one, you know, with these marketing teams and, you know, Steve Ballmer and all these guys and mm-hmm. Peter Moore and everyone uh, telling their journey. Uh, Seamus Blackley these guys uh, that uh, helped uh, form what we see as Xbox now. I think John uh, mentioned, you know, how Phil was an intern and uh, risen all the way up to the to the top of uh, Xbox itself. Those those journeys and uh, those conversations needs to be told, you know, because they look back at it and was like, wow, we do have a story to tell uh, for people that are interested in said story. So um, it, it brought back a lot of nostalgia because I was there with all the magazines and I do want to know some of, of the behind the scenes and everybody uh, knitting a story together. So it was a little bit heartwarming knowing uh, that this stuff is uh, going to be uh, uh, produced and shown in a six part series. So we don't have to worry about anything being cut out. I, I've heard it's really good from a very good friend of mine that I was playing Halo with uh, today. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait for that actually to, you know, to come out so I can dive deep into that. Yeah, it's actually really amazing. And the reason why I told the story in the beginning about how I didn't get an original Xbox till 07, you have to remember, guys, that a lot of you had a 360 for two years and were on like your your ninth red ring of death, right? And I came in really late. I, Happened to me twice. Uh, I came into the 360 the month the Grand Theft Auto 4 release. So, wow. uh, yeah, to kind of give you an idea of where that was, uh, that's a long time ago. But to see that console, it brought back such great memories. Um, yeah. I was, I was yes. digging through my attic uh, 
And, you know, because, you know, you go through periods of when you have to clean the house from head to toe mm-hmm. and paint and stuff and get into all the crevices and stuff. So I'm digging through the attic. And then I found my uh, Gears of War 360. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, the uh, the dark red one? Yes. Yeah. With the yeah, dealer has that one still. Yeah, it's it, it was amazing. And, and I turned it on and it was like, you know, oh my God. So I'm I'm so happy um that I, I still have those <laughs> he's, he's crazy, John. Uh, <laughs> I'm still happy that I still have those those links to uh you know the past. Uh I have my Duke controller. Um amazing stuff. It's just it's just truly amazing stuff to see from where it started to where it's going and as far as going hey did you guys see that meme with uh uh, uh todd howard saying that uh bethesda makes games not movies i, oh. I, 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 <laughs> I forgot we should have brought that up a few minutes ago but yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely amazing stuff i thought i was gonna see todd yesterday but you know but maybe in the documentary you'll see him towards the end yeah okay um, john what did I you get from disappearing by the way did, uh, what did you do uh, my kid's got a really bad cough and he kept me up till oh. three last night and he's um i need my inhaler so i had to oh. do the dad stuff you know he's yeah like, you know i've had that on my show and people are like i'm so sorry my kids i'm like hey i got kids in any minute they could one could come in here with their hair on fire and uh we just have to Hey, have you know, get that out of here. We got a show to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, when Mike went off, John, they were expecting you to come back, like looking like Neo uh, from the Matrix and like you know X Rocks Twenty garb, and you disappointed us, bro. I'm sorry, no, but uh... <laughs> if my pirate week was down here, I'd put that on, but I think it's up in storage still. Next time, next time. So, <laughs> John, tell us what you got from the from the the uh, Xbox Twenty event because they kind of celebrated this uh, console coming in. Well, uh, King was kind of giving us the rundown. What, what, when you say what I got, like, did I, in terms of the enjoyment I got out of it, do you mean? Or? Yeah, did you cry? Uh, did you, did you do you cry? know what? It's funny you mentioned that. I, I, I did cry today. And this is a, this is a very, this is a very true story. Right? And, and it's mostly not because of the show, but because of what's on the screen behind me. Um, and I'm going to take this opportunity to plug it because. Yes, yes. Uh, move your head out of the way. To let the audience see it for a second and then go into it. <clears throat> so, go ahead. I'll give you the nutshell, Cole Eastwood's channel, if you haven't seen uh, our channel. So we've been working on a, a book for the last year. Um, and it's a book all about the original Xbox. And uh, we've spent a long time on it. And we're getting incredible content creators. Uh, Lord Cognito's on board. Cole Eastwood's on board. King, we're clearly going to have to have a chit-chat about it, but we are running out of page room at this point. But long story short, we had a prototype made, um, and the plan was to reveal it today. And uh, we we set a premiere. We've been hyping it up. We've been teasing this announcement. And right before it went live, I was a bundle of nerves. You know, it's been a lot of work and a lot of stress Mm -hmm. to trying to get this over the line. And uh, to drop it, and and I sat there thinking all the horrible things, like, oh, people are going to hate it. People are going to poo-poo it you know whatever the phrase you want to use and then when we premiered and i was watching the community react and it was nothing but positivity and wow this looks cool and oh my god i can't wait um i i literally had a little moment where i was just like i was just so grateful to the xbox community and i've said it before but when when i talk about how good communities are the xbox community is the best gaming community 
They love games. And uh, I'm just incredibly humbled and excited to try and bring this to life. So um, keep an eye on things. If you haven't watched the video, go watch it. We're going to be sharing more details next week. But I actually did shed tears just as a human sort of, it was like an escape of relief. I was like, Oh God, it's okay. Everyone liked it. So it was nice. Of course. It was a good day. Of course. I mean, it it looks amazing from here, dude. I mean, it looks amazing. So, uh, how many pages are in this thing? Uh, so the prototype at the moment is 252. So that's every single game ever released for the Xbox and, uh, and some tester pages for, you know, to show people what concept are when we, when we do Q and A's with you, Colt or, or, you know, Tom Warren or Seamus Blackley, the, the guy, you know, the father of Xbox, when, when we yes. get all the bits in there. But the final book will be 360 pages. Did you see what we did there? Yes, sir. Um, and I love yeah, it. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be something special, I think. And it's just been amazing watching the community react to it today. You get the occasional idiot that goes, oh, it's only a book. And I'm like, learn to read. <laughs> You know, like, get Just out of here. Just audio. Yeah. Oh, that guy's, that guy's never. Can you imagine an audio book version? Yeah, I love that. Terrible. Like, it's always like the guy who's never held more than two people's attention at the water cooler at work, who always has some slighted comment like that. It's only a book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ridiculous. But amazing for you. Uh, we got a, a super chat from Black Eyed Dog with the five pound super. It says, cannot wait for the Kickstarter for the book. So, People are, are back. Xbox Air is amazing. What a, com- you know, you said this community is so amazing. Uh, it's just, it's like no other. And uh, the leaders, the executives, of Xbox are talking to the people who are playing the games and like the big fans and Sarah Bond. So Sarah Bond's amazing. Did you guys get this, uh, this idea that Sarah Bond is going to be taking Phil Spencer's place pretty soon? That's what I'm getting. Uh, King, what do you think? No, no. I mean, if 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 he was to uh, step down, which I don't think so, um, yeah, she's a good candidate. You know, um, above above a lot of people, I, I guess you have to um, actually show exactly more of what she does. We're learning now. Uh, mm-hmm. She's um, one of the driving forces, if not one of the primary forces in Game Pass. And, and and sealing these deals and uh, getting these uh, fantastic day one stuff over uh, to the platform. Um, so I think it's a little bit more visual that you have to see because at this point right time right now, uh, it's Peter Moore and there's uh, Phil as the greatest uh, CEO that uh, Xbox has had right now. Don't discount Steve Ballmer, who actually, uh, you know, the Red Ring of Death problem, and he's mm-hmm. write the checks, fix this, you know, because oh my gosh, yeah, fix this, you know, um, it doesn't happen. We don't get to this space, but I'm talking about where it was left off and uh, the resources that he actually had to get to this space where it is now. Um, his track record, uh, I think he has to nail that Super Bowl. I think, you know, um, he has to show, uh, like, you know, just like Tom Brady did last year without Belichick, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you have to nail this one. And trust me, I'm a Jet fan, so I can't stand Tom Brady, but you respect greatness. Respect. Um, he has to nail his Super Bowl. He has to nail this generation. 
He's got to finish the Xbox yeah. Series generation, right? The fight, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, that's a great analogy. Yeah, he's got to see this through, right? Yeah. He's got to get to over the finish line, set the scene, set the stage, set the next horizon. Yeah. The see. rumor is that he wants to at least launch the predecessor to the Xbox Series S and X, which they're already starting to design right now. Which you know, you got the troglodytes who say uh, that they're done with consoles, which they're absolutely wrong. So, I don't know. Uh, Sarah Bond's been up front and out, out in front and front and center. Yeah, but Phil's got, he's still got some legs left to go. And there's hey, some really cool stuff. Pasture? No you know, way. They, they're trying to put him out the pasture because when Don was in charge, right, they saw yeah. the demise happening. <laughs> this guy's in charge. Excuse me. It, he can actually. I already predicted there's no PlayStation 6. And then uh, this is not no fanboy stuff. This is mm-hmm. this is just the prediction on I what I see the business model going in in in, in that way, right? Um you start off uh, studios in this manner and you do these little things and I told people that uh um Jim Ryan was uh, fixing stuff because he's a fixer. He's doing great numbers over there. But they're seeing record numbers when their IPs go into different areas to make larger sums of money. The biggest thing holding them back is research and development. Wipe away research and development. Concentrate on your IPs, on what you actually have to offer, and you put it on a diverse platforms, you can make a ton of money instead of closing off in your wall garden. It just makes business sense. I'm thinking in a business manner. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Microsoft is already doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's what I say. It's not going to be the same generation. And those no. guys who uh, who uh, think that you know the PlayStation will continue to dominate, like it just doesn't work that way. When they showed Phil announcing Back and Pat in 2015, like Incredible. it was a different Xbox era. But Xbox One had such a rough time to go. Mm-hmm. And behind the scenes, Phil was like fixing all this crap that had piled mm-hmm. up with the TV. And um, I wanted to say something a long time ago, John, when you were talking about how they relied on third-party support. Now it seems like it's flipped to where they're they're going to make eight games and partner two and then make eight games of partner two, right? Hey. And before, it was the other way around. Like they made one or two games and everything else was some third-party studio that they don't own and some IP that they don't own or they own half of. It was... A look, totally look back, different scenario. Look back to 2018. What did he say? I, you know, at Xbox, our mission is to build an industry-leading first-party studio organization. Yes, yes. All right? This isn't... They, they had five studios. Five for an entire <laughs> they, platform. They did. They, right? did. they had two Are racing they? studios and a, and a Halo studio and then a studio oh, making on. a Halo thing. They have 20... <laughs> three now 23 plus global publishing plus an engine that needs to be fed all the time this this is not only the most interesting generation since i've been playing video games to live through and i've lived through you know we've all lived through loads the you know the dawn of the Uh hd generation the dawn of dlc Mm -hmm. and smaller games on console this is and, and xbox arguably has been driving those first which is why i think it's so important to look back and remember 
the you know the 20 years of, of xbox because regardless of whether people like or dislike them and their presence in the industry they drove progress it's not yes. always the best progress right and they made their mistakes and they made some fumbles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they, they admitted they, that they, i can't they, wait to see the documentary but <laughs> they always try to do something new not more of the same and we're seeing it again and i think this gen is going to be transformative, not just for Microsoft and Xbox and how many games we, the consumers, just get to play, but just how the industry itself will run and be and be looked upon as a medium of entertainment. It's going to be incredible to live through, and I'm yeah. I can't wait, can't wait to see what else I get to just. I wait. I tell you what, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the next, the next big, trend. You know, the the seminal moment where you know we had. We had the Gears moment. We had yeah, yeah. the Halo moment. We had the, uh, you know, the the movie style narrative game moment. We had the PUBG, the the battle royale moment. What's the next one? Uh, Where's know, the you, next? You know what I think it is. Big game. What I, I said it before, and I and I think um, Sony can snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. They partner in, in this in this wild thought of my head. They partner with Netflix in some weird way, right? And Netflix mm-hmm. actually wants a gaming division. Sony wants a movie division. Streaming. Let's say you're watching it, the, and, and there's just too many tea leaves that's leading in this area. Yep, yep. Let's say you're watching uh, The Last of Us, this show on Netflix. And you have your PlayStation controller in your hand, and it says press X if you want to play this game now. And you press X and you jump into the game, which is a, a variation of that scene, and it leads from there on. And you can without downloading or installing, right? Nothing, just on the cloud, straight yep. streaming. Because I was telling my wife the other day, we were watching The Harder They Fall. I said, Do you see the quality of this stream that we're watching right now? This thing is. Uh, coming close to Blu-ray quality, uh, uh, you know the 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 4K quality, disc quality, and I remember a time when we were reluctant, or we just really didn't care to watch streaming. It was like, oh, the quality is so bad. I'd rather have, you know, I go, I go buy the movie. But now the mm-hmm. quality is at this point, and if they can, if they can do that, which I honestly believe it is, because there's more stuff that I got in that area, and you know, more facts and stuff. But if they can do that and they can get their core base and Netflix can get uh, Sony's core base, I think they become a juggernaut like he's never seen. That's the only way you can stop Game Pass where it's at now. You you have to go in a totally different uh, area. You have to hit them yeah. in a space where they are not occupying and not looking at at all. Because right now, Game Pass has single-handedly become a parent's haven <laughs> yeah we yeah. all have children yeah so it's, a, it's a nice know. babysitter sometimes yeah no but <laughs> instead of going and buying one game you go get them a year of game pass and walk out the room done done so yeah you have to beat them at the past that's I just that's a weird thought but that's the only scenario that I can see that can actually save something in that manner. Just really, I know it's out there and I know it's wild, but it'll come back and y'all say, wow, he was right at this point. 
They're yeah, they're not ready, but uh, it will be second nature in just a few years. It's already doing yeah. really, really well. Like Jess Corden from Windows Central says, you know, a year ago he was like trying to really enjoy XCloud, and he says now it's just Different. phenomenal. Yeah. I got shout out to uh, DJ with the five dollar super. He says Colt wearing sunglasses, the Auto HDR FPS boost. Max Headroom. So DJ's probably from my era. King, you know who Max Headroom yes. is. John, do you know who Max Headroom is? You got, you got enough of that age in there? I, I don't. Like, it, was educa- a, a, it was an American thing, but it was a quasi-CG character. Uh, they put a guy's head in a box, and they, they put a lot of makeup on him, and he was supposed to be a, a computer-animated dude, but he looked... It was a real guy, but uh, they did him for Coca-Cola commercials. So yeah, if you remember... 80s show. Yeah, if you remember Pepsi or Coca-Cola, but if you remember Back to Future 2 when he tries to order a drink, there's a guy glitching out. That's Max Headroom, but that's for another discussion. I got to give a shout out to Happy Bomb and Lethal Papa or Boss Mod Lethal Papa for keeping the chat in check, uh, keeping the language to a minimum and taking care of the crazy uh, spam that comes in. Uh, you know, trying to ruin the fun, but it's, you know, you can't ruin this kind of fun. And uh, Carlos Alvarado, thank you for the $2 super chat. He says, a quarter million playing Halo on Steam is n- and not including Game Pass. And someone also mentioned those are concurrent players, not total of how many have logged into play. It's how many are playing 250,000 people uh, at one time. So Halo's well on its way to big numbers. Um, let's see, one more from Seth. Uh, Boothroyd, who says, thank you so much for the $20 super chat. He says, do you guys think we'll see a refresh slim version of the Xbox series hardware or, or will they wait until next gen? John, take this question, please. Uh, no. And the, the fundamental reason is, uh, there's no chips. There's no chips to make consoles that are this sized. You know, if you're talking about fabricating something at, you know, is it 10 N, 10 mm or 10 nm? Um, yeah, it's, it's not going to yeah. happen. There's diminishing returns here. You know, they they did a big interview, I think, with um, Digital Foundry at the beginning of mm-hmm. the, you know, the rollout to Series X and S launching. Same for PS5, and they kind of set the stage there. They were like, yeah, if you if you're thinking in two years you'll get a, you know, a, a Series X Slim, it, probably not. We've 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 gone all out now. Um, we won't need to do that um, unless something happens miracle wise with resources. I don't think you're going to see a re- mid gen refresh this time around. Yeah. Not an improved console. Like no. is what John's saying. King, do you, what do you think about what do you think is going to happen? We already got a slims called a uh, little man. That's the Xbox series. S. <laughs> so so oh, if him. you want it, it's in stores right now. Just go purchase it. And uh, there you go. Boom. Um, but on, on, on the serious side, uh, these consoles don't need a mid-gen refresh. Uh, these consoles are robust enough CPU-wise and GPU-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just need a refined tool set for the dev kits. Uh, they ha- actually have dev kits now and not PCs that they were using as... Uh, for the first <laughs> six months or so, yeah. Exactly, in this COVID era. So you, you're going to start seeing real games. Uh, I say 2022, 2023, those games that are built off the, the mature uh, dev kit models, and uh, they will refine those tool sets going through. Uh, we should have uh, information on that this Sunday. Uh, big information on that, but uh, trust me, y'all see what these uh, consoles can really do uh, starting uh, 2022, 2023. Hells yeah. 
Jeez. I'm just glad I got my console. Like, it's just really bad. Like, I, it's like it's never going to end, this this chip. Oh, John, Everything's tough to get. John, uh, I can't even get a, a mini fridge. Message in, uh, uh, DM me right now so I can send you a commercial, commercial of Max Headroom. Because my wife was asking me, who are you texting? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I was looking for John. But, yeah, Max. <laughs> yeah. What's, your, what's your Discord? I'll ping you on. You got Discord? No, no. I threw Discord in the bushes. Ah, uh, fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. Right. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, that's Twitter. a yeah. total icon of like the late, uh, yeah, I think it was late 80s yeah, for uh, Max Hedrum. Yeah. Yeah, so funny. Um, so one of the other big things they talked about um, kind of came with some bad news. Are you guys okay with some bad? Are you ready for some bad news? Hit it. The Xbox back and pat team, which Jason Ronald was helped running for a while, and uh, the man, Bill Stilwell, was helped running that team, and now he's with HoloLens. The back and pat team is retiring. Like they're they're done. Mm-hmm. They've brought four four thousand eight hundred Xbox One, Xbox Original, and Xbox three sixty games forward to the Series X, all with auto HDR, all with performance and sixteen times anisotropic filtering, which means some of the textures will look better than they should, and tons hundreds of them with either fps boost or the hochi method up resolution so they put out their last batch of back and pad today 70 games so i think that puts them well over 600 360 and xbox original titles which were cut off from xbox consoles this is something playstation has not even done it whatsoever the xbox one and xbox 360 gen era games there are tons playable so um, I don't know. Do you guys play these games? But there's yes. there's some cool news I want to cover in this. Yes, I definitely play everything. Uh, shout out to Bill Stillwell, a uh, great guy, great friend. Um, you know, he, even better person. Uh, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, um, Jason Ronald. Uh, like I said, we yeah. have great information next week. You'll see. Uh, but all those games that they that they did get a chance to do and they said that the biggest barrier that they had was the licenses uh some of these agreements you know are, are gone they weren't uh renewed some of the music and some of the stuff of uh, some of the coding in the stuff that they couldn't uh come to um agreements with with uh, a lot of the developers but the games that they were able to do uh to get 600 plus games uh back a pat uh you know frame rate boost all of this stuff that's amazing to do. And like you said, uh, the PlayStation doesn't have stuff like this in place um, because the infrastructure, like Bill said, was golden. Uh, it was some stuff that they stuck to and they stuck to their guns and they believed uh, what they were doing. And they had the best and the brightest working in the background doing this stuff. And it's literal magic in what they were doing and what they were able to achieve and how they brought that stuff. So, I want you to think about how a game used to look and our brains uh, fool us to yep. think that it looks great, right? Yeah. And then when we go back, we're like, oh, it's horrible. But with this back and frame rate boost, we go back. It's how our brain envisioned it. And sometimes it's even better. So like playing blinks and stuff like that. I'm, I I love these guys. And, and they made my old games new again. So I'm just thankful at all times for these dudes. Yeah. There is some good okay. news, though, with this. I know All it's right, let's the last hurrah of 70, 70 games. There's a last hurrah. It's a pretty, 
admirable effort overall, right? And I know mm-hmm. it's disbanding, but I did see um, Jason Ronald. He did confirm that the team is not, they're not going away. They're not right. being disbanded completely. They're going to stick together. They're just going to take on a new challenge. You know, they'll, they'll do something else. They're the best and brightest, as you said, King, right? You know, yeah. they figured yeah. out a miracle um, for, for us that play games to enjoy all of our old titles in better and new ways. So who knows what they might be up to next. So at least take some comfort from that, that although the backwards compatibility program is ending, the team isn't going anywhere. Right. Yeah, that's good. I want, I want to read a, um, it's a long list of 70 games and the 70 back and pack games aren't to me, wasn't super impressive. Okay. Um, but I want to cover the FPS boost titles and I'm going to read through some of the, I'll, I'll read almost all of them, but I want to leave them open for discussion because there's some big, big hitters. And I'll start with Alan Wake, which just got a remaster. Mm-hmm. Alan Wake is now FPS boost on back and pat. I already own the game. They gave it away with games of gold at one point. Mm-hmm. So that game is getting FPS boost, or you can buy the uh, high resolution 60 frames version of, uh, of it for 40 bucks or whatever. So the value is amazing. What no other console has done this before offered you free access to your legacy games. PlayStation has them behind a paywall through a streaming service mm-hmm. that most people don't want to use. PlayStation or a uh, Nintendo switch has you pay for the online access to play legacy Nintendo and NES or super NES games. Right? So this is behind a paywall. Xbox does this for free. So, I'm going to name a couple of these and feel free to interrupt me if you want to say something about these games, because a lot of these have a big impact on us as we grew up playing the Xbox and the Xbox 360. The other game is Assassin's Creed, which is already 4K through the Hochi method. So mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed 1 is already native 4K with 16 times texture filtering. Now it's got FPS boost at 60. So it's 4K 60 like a PC would do. Uh, another interesting one is Sega's Binary Domain, which is a third-person uh, shooter where you're shooting people or robots. I don't mm. know if you guys have played that one back in yeah, the day. It's a bit Gears of Warry from Sega. Yes, it's just, it's one of those they, where they cashed in on the on the Gears of War mechanics. Um, Darksiders, Darksiders, yeah. yeah, Darksiders runs at thirty now, it runs at sixty. Dead Space two and three, beautiful, beautiful, right? Yeah. Dragon Age Origins, beautiful. Origins, Origins. Is that the second one? That's first the one, one. Red cover. Okay, and then Dragon Age Two, mm-hmm. nice. Elder Scrolls Oblivion, super old. Fear and Fear Three. Oh, love yeah. those. And then Fable Anniversary and Fable Three, but not Fable Two. I, What's I, that listen, about? Fable Two to me is the goat. I don't it is. care what they do. I still play it. <laughs> Fable oh, Two is 4K 30. It got the Hochi method. It got right. the full resolution to 4K with the with the filtering, but no FPS boost. Yeah, yeah. Fable Fable is one of those ones. Like uh, I I didn't play Anniversary because when it came out on 360, it was yeah. like it was that weird time. It was right before the Xbox One launched. It's like here's yeah. Fable Anniversary, and I was just like. It just felt bad to play. I really can't do 30 FPS anymore. Um, yeah. So now that I hear it's 60, hmm, get back yeah. into it. might be time to revisit Gotta that tell, boy. Pop those achievements. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's, here's my favorite. Oh, I'm so happy. Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Wow. 60 wow. FPS boost. Nice. So old That's games, good. but I can tell you, John, 
Fallout New Vegas still holds up, bro. It's yeah. so good. Like those old mechanics don't stop me. I've actually got some time into it uh, over the past year. Obsidian right. don't miss. No, they don't miss. <laughs> No. Why? Why, John? Why don't they give? Why? We just heard Todd Howard. I, I actually didn't put this in my topic list, but Todd Howard's interviewed by Ryan McCaffrey yeah. of IGN, and he asked him about Fallout 5, and he said, we're going to finish Starfield first, and then our next project is Elder Scrolls 6. And if you do the math, Elder Scrolls 6 probably comes out in 2025, mm-hmm. maybe even 2026, which means they're not going to start out in Fallout 5 and get that out to like 2030, and by then... I mean, I don't even be around anymore. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I get it. But at the same time, you know, I know that now all the IPs are shared and I'm sure that if someone really wanted to with an Obsidian and said, I want to make Fallout, that someone would listen. But yeah, let devs make what they're going to make, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, and I, get, I get kind of tired of sequelitis a little bit. Yeah. Like the, the only game that I will happily play more of is usually Halo and that's about my limit. Um, and Halo doesn't come very often anyway, John. Halo doesn't come and this has been the longest wait for Halo now. Yeah. And it's been a it's been weird for me because I, I actually got to finally tell everybody that I've been working with three four three on it for the past two years. Yes. Pre you so, know do some bragging here. Tell people oh, you've been working. Tell them what you've been doing. It's not a brag. It's not I I did a video on it like because I'm on, allowed King, to talk is this about a, it. This is good, right? Hell yeah. It's, it, it was a very cool opportunity, and I'm, um, you know, people give three four three a lot of shit uh, mm-hmm. unnecessarily. I feel, um, and I've had a privilege to work with them on match maps to get into matchmaking for Halo Five um, back in the day, Halo Three. Uh, that was Bungie, obviously. But when when I worked with them on Halo Five, they were fantastic. And 2019, it's just before Christmas. I get a I get a little DM on my phone. I wake up to it. And at first it's like 6 a.m. And I'm like, what does this say? And it was from uh, Unishek uh, yeah. or John Unishek, the yeah, community yeah. manager of FIFA 3. And he's like, hey, John, I want to talk about Halo with you, but uh, I need to get you under this big old NDA first. And I'm like, yeah. okay. I was very awake, like super <laughs> like, yeah. oh, oh like freaking out, you know, like this is, you know, we spoke about it at the beginning of the show. It's 20 years I've played this franchise, 20 years. And suddenly, you know, I'm, I'm, hey, can we talk about it with you? But long story short, um, I flew out to 343 uh, in March 2020, just as the pandemic was about to hit um, and got to do some stuff. And I've been working on the Forge bit uh, because that's my jam from a Halo point of view. I like to make maps. And uh, yeah, I know it's delayed. And I can't really say too much more. Um, so you're the reason. No, I'm just <laughs> In fact, one of the key things is nothing is my fault. Is, is the Good. key takeaway. I, 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 I got to ask you, John. You talked about it with the, the guitar. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing is I my gotta, fault. I got to ask you, John, like when people were like, what the crap? You know, like where's Forge? You're, you're very supportive of, of Halo well, waiting for Forge. Uh, yeah. I, hey, as a, as a big Forge fan, and I'm sure 343 won't begrudge me for saying this i i am sad that it's not there at launch i really yeah. am um but let's take the time to get it a hundred percent right because absolutely oh, I, I can't now i'll get in trouble even if i tease um <laughs> i really can't say like i microsoft lawyers are scary and i don't want to yeah. get sued but what i will say is this um i saw the passion from everybody at 343 i saw how much they care 
about the community of Halo fans. And it's not like I agree with every decision they'll ever make, but sure. the hearts are in the right place. And uh, I wish them every success on December 8th when the, when the full campaign comes out. I mean, multiplayer is already incredible. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a privilege to work on it over this time period. The best thing is I don't have to lie anymore. Like we've got our own Halo podcast and I've not been able to go on it because I just didn't want to lie to everybody and be like, yeah. I've got no idea. What's the oh, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be tough. There, there are things right now that I can't even, I was thinking about as I'm getting ready for the show, I was like, I wish I could talk about this because I have so much passion about things I want to talk about. But there's things you just can't talk about sometimes. About things. But yeah, it's just... It's so it's so exciting. Like it's just it a good, good time. It's a shout out to uh, Kilonitis for joining as a channel member with the Joanna Dark uh, emblem that I created. So welcome to the channel. If you're a channel member, when I put out videos, I usually finish them in the evening, so they go up that evening as early access for channel members and patrons, and then the video goes up the next morning. So eh, I guess that could be nice. You get kind of a early access. You get to jump on the comment section right away. So that's cool. But thank you so much for joining the channel. And for Havoc with the $2, thank you. He says, how sad are the people that downvoted the video? Well, they're really sad. They're, they're, they're really unhappy because they don't like Xbox and it's a rough holiday for them. And I'm going to give you a little insight. If you're not happy with what Xbox is doing because your favorite platform isn't doing it, you might want to get used to it because Xbox is here. They have arrived and there are good things coming. Uh, I want to get through this list. There's a couple more games we got to talk about uh, that are getting FPS boosts, which is a big deal because you bought this powerful console. You want to you don't want to play at 30 FPS anymore. Far Cry 3 is FPS boosted. I don't know if that's the original, it's or the uh, definitive edition that came with Far Cry 5. Probably the original, but well, we'll see. I mean, it's the same engine, should work. But Gears of War one, two, three, Judgment, and finally. Ultimate Edition, which is at 4K. So Gears 1 Ultimate Edition is now 4K 60. Uh, King, are you going to go back and give these a try and see how they feel? Or are you, are you uh, moving on? I might do Judgment. Um, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing tonight. I actually downloaded it again. Yeah, I I, I, I love Judgment when probably everybody hates it. Like They, they call it the I liked it. favorite for some weird reason. I thought it was the most colorful out of all of mm-hmm. them. I thought they chose a, 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 bright, a brighter color palette, um, and the mood was a little bit uh, uh, livelier, even though the, the world is bleak. I just, I enjoyed it. Um, the I story was it. more about yeah. the, the cogs. It was about Baird uh, yes. going in trial, right? So it actually... Yeah. It actually had a good story, and the challenge is when you step into a new mission, a new level, there's a challenge on the wall that says, like, only use shotguns or get this many kills. And I'm like, what is this? And it made the game so much more enjoyable, and it got crapped on so much. I I, I don't know. People don't like change, but I love it. Um, (laughs) I love innovation in in, in certain aspects, so it doesn't turn into the same old, same old. Um, A lot of those games on the list that I will go back just just for – you know, S's and giggles, uh, just to uh, you know, <laughs> to, to to touch this stuff up because I think that a lot of times, like I said, we believe a game looks one way until we go back to it. But now there's no more fear. Like you know, you <laughs> pop it in and it's like 4K 60. What you know? So I, I can't wait to do certain some of these games on this list, and I have a ton of them 
that's what makes it feel so good that my oh, yeah. backlog isn't I do. left. Yeah. Uh John, like this is this is crazy. Like you consoles aren't supposed to do this. Like nope. when you get a new generation, it's like they just take the butcher knife and they slide it off the table and those games are done. Like I've got a couple more to cover here, but are you going to go back and visit some of these titles and see how they feel or you moving on? Uh, gears? No. Uh sorry gears fans. Um, <laughs> like blasphemy. It's a pretty game. But yeah. I only ever played Gears for the campaigns and you know, they're yeah, one and done for me. Me too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean I, I often dabble, I'll I'll nip in and just to feel, but it's it's only if really a game is, is either so something I haven't played for a very long time and I need to actually check there's one game that I would actually love to play again, um, from Ninja Theory and I need I don't I'm not sure if it's on the back compat list. Chat, keep me honest here. I no, it's Slave not it. No. Oh, it needs. They need. Oh, I wish it's too late. It's such it's a done. great if it's game. It's not there. It's not happening. It's never. It's never been back in Pat. Dang, good that's such Odyssey. a good one. Yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, of the West. Uh, Odyssey. Of the West. Yeah, Andy Circus is the yeah, Andy Circus. Oh, that game's so amazing. It and I, really good. I played that one on a whim toward the end of the 360. I loved it. And um, dang it, that's such a great one. I got a couple more games here to cover. Um, I'm skipping some, but Mirror's Edge one is. Going to get 60 FPS. Uh, Resident okay. Evil Operation Raccoon City, which I think was like 2011. Um, S- Sonic All-Stars tra- Racing Transformed is I such like a cool game. game. I think they I like gave it away game. with Games with Gold. But yeah. you, it's a kart racer, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's basically a kart racer with Sonic the Hedgehog's characters. But you can push a button and turn your car into a jet. Or a boat, I think. Yeah, boat, like car, and a jet. Diddy it's a Kong game. Racing, just for Sonic. Because remember when Diddy Kong Racing, like when you go to different terrain, your car would transform into different terrain. Like so, if it was a plane or whatever. Yep. It's it's so, yeah. I, I love that game. So I love it. Yeah, that that one's really cool. In fact, I, I think I bought that one on Steam a long time ago because those games were locked at thirty forever, and I'm like, you gotta play a racing game at sixty. So that is a dream come true. And a couple more are Sonic Generations, Sonic Unleashed, and then an old Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I probably won't check that out, but. This is a, a that's Sega. what I call transformative. A lot of Sega. Uh, Jay Nichols says enslaved is $13 on Series X. Man, if that it can't be on, it can't be back and pat. If it, it was, wait, I would buy it. it it's back and pat. I love I, it can't be. If it was, I would buy it. But, but Jay Nichols says enslaved is $13. Is he saying on the Series S store, I will go buy that tonight? I'll probably, I'm going to go and have to investigate this now. Although it is it is rocking up to three a.m., so maybe not now, but definitely tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We like we gotta let you uh you hit the rack, but you got, Yodana you Quizada. minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're wrapping up here. Yodana Quizada, thank you so much for the two dollars super chat. He says I want to drop by and say hi. Halo Infinite multiplayer got me, so he's got the needle in the arm with the uh, controller attached to it. <laughs> Shout out to uh, over seven hundred people that were. Wow. Uh, nice enough to listen to us talk about this amazing day for Xbox. Well, guys, it's time to go play Call of Duty. <laughs> it's time to play Halo multiplayer. Call of Duty oh, Vanguard is uh, the, the worst one. That This is like they've had the worst reception uh, of 14 years or something. Uh, it's Xbox time, baby. It's Xbox's hour. So, <laughs> it's going to be so good. So thank you so much. This is the XNC Podcast, and I'm... 
Closing out here with John Clark from Xbox Era and Lord King David, King David of the Iron Lords podcast. We had a great night. There's so much celebration, but we all have to rest up because Halo multiplayer is going to absolutely take up all of our time until launch. John, give one more plug about this book. Tell them where they can find you. I've got your Twitter in the description so they can follow you on Twitter, but, uh, Give yeah, us the out. I mean, sure. Uh, hey, xboxzero.com. Um, you know, we've got forums. We've got YouTubes. We've got Spotify's. You know, you name it, we're probably doing it. And now we've got a library. It's only got one book in it, and it's yet to be made. But we do want to make the book. Um, so feel free to check it out. Kickstarter launches next week. Um, it's going to be special. There's some really cool things we're doing with the Kickstarter because, like I said before, the community is what makes the Xbox community the best it is. Uh, and there's a chance for you to get your name in the book and be a part of the team that helped make it and bring it to life. So I'll share more next week, but keep an eye out for it. And Colt, King David, it's been a pleasure hanging with you this evening. I didn't think I'd make it to 3 a.m. I do You're have a awesome. feeling I'm just going to straight up collapse at some point when I, when I turn <laughs> off the monitor. But it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm glad I didn't bail um, and miss it because it's always great to appear on the show. So I appreciate it, Colt, for the invite. And King David, great to meet another lord of the Iron Realm. Um, It's an absolute privilege. Um, And, yeah, what a day. Good day today. Yes. I owe you one, buddy. Thank you so much for uh, donning the sunglasses and joining us tonight. It's absolutely amazing. Follow John and the Xbox Era team on their Twitter and on their YouTube channel and check out their podcasts, which goes live every Saturday. Uh, you know, you've got John from the UK and his partner in crime, special <laughs> Nick from Australia. So they are spanning the globe, uh, doing their thing. Thank you so much for being on the show. Lord King David, the wheelbarrow of knees carrier across the countryside. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show you are awesome man i cannot wait to see you i will see you this june at e3 2022 yes, in sir. person with the yellow corvette <laughs> tell them where to find you oh this this year to be a maserati um yes <laughs> uh, oh colt you know you know i can't tell you no so uh meeting them in person He's uh, as infectious as he is on the show. Uh, the smile is incredible. He is a great dude. John, uh, I've been trying to link with you guys to get on Xbox Era, and we, we're going to make that stuff happen. We're going to make it happen. Like like I said, yeah. we've been two ships in a night, to be honest with you. But um, you found out my secret with the shades. You, you found out my secret, and it, it, your eyes is a little bit tired, and you put the shades on, and the screen is not so harsh on your eyes, and you could actually make it through the show. So you yep. found Beautiful. out my secrets. <laughs> I, I learned from the best. <laughs> and Colt joined us. Um, you can find me on Xbox, I mean, on, on Iron Lords Podcast, Sundays at 11 a.m., uh, lordsofgaming.net. Go there. We have the Lords Minute where you can look into the backgrounds of uh, a lot of stuff that we talk about there with our uh, illustrious writers. Uh, we have a ton of great writers that are doing incredible work. Just go check out the website. Uh, and I'm telling you, uh, if I'm lying, you can collect my knees on Twitter, <laughs> Lord King David. Uh, trust me, once you go there, you're going to realize a lot of things. And if you love these great statues, I do a, a show on uh, DCX. Um, that's a uh, Legion of Doom 
Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about uh, high-caliber statues, uh, premium stuff, uh, <laughs> and you can get a chance to look in the millionaire's pockets and understand why most of us are broke. <laughs> and we get to see Rastafari and Jim Ryan as well. Oh, which, uh... you mean Jamaica and Jim. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah the most charismatic jim ryan has ever been is when he's on your guys' show so yeah thank you so much and you know shout out to the over 700 people that watch the show and the 500 here listen to us give the outros you guys are amazing x and c podcast is a brand new show i started it in may this is episode 28 struggling to kind of find my voice in it but you guys are amazing in the support and people like john and king david who show up here to power the show with such an amazing chat. You guys are awesome. We're going to get out of here and let these guys either get to sleep or take a no-dose. I don't. Doctor's not recommended and play all night of Halo multiplayer. So what a great day for Xbox. It doesn't stop and it won't stop. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Check us out live now and check us out on demand. Thank you so much. We are out of here. Peace.